It's now time for Me and My Roku with host Peter Clay. Me and my cat from outer space. Incidentally, this is Peter. So we have a voicemail now from Peter. Pete, you are not. <laughs> not everybody sounds like Peter Clay. This is what it's all about, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Me and My Roku. Welcome aboard. I'm your host, Peter Clay, coming back to you to discuss all the things I do with my Roku. That's why it's called Me. You know, it's funny. I was having a little discussion with my de facto brother-in-law. And what does that mean? Well, it's my sister-in-law's boyfriend. So kind of like my father's brother's former roommate, all right? So it really means nothing to me. But anyway, we're gathered around the campfire. There's some family issues going around. So we're just sitting around, maybe a brewski or two. And uh, during a conversation, I'd, I'd make a recommendation. You know, they, they were looking for some help for something. And I said, well, this is what we do. And that was kind of shrugged off and all that stuff. So he just kind of said, <laughs> you're so cute. Uh, here's the thing with making recommendations. Don't. That's just a little advice from him. That was his recommendation, and I most likely will probably ignore it as well. But anyway, here's the idea, is that I could come here and say, I recommend this for you, and you'll go, you know, I don't need that. Oh, there's a bunch of people out there going, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? But anyway, the concept of this show is to show you what I do with me and my Roku, and that hopefully maybe you'll get some ideas and go, well, duh, I already do that. Or, oh, hey, I'll try that. And it's up to you. None of this, I highly recommend that you try this and stir versus Tubi. Oh, my God, what do you do? So I just come along here and tell you what I do and all the fun, exciting things that I do. Because I like to explore. I'm an amateur scientist when it comes to this stuff. I like to go out there, find deals, or just explore and melt my mind away with my Roku. So hopefully you can do the same with yours. So we got a lot to get to, a lot of new channels out there. Hmm, I wonder which one it is. Well, let's get started. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. Philippian, play me. Okay, so new channel. Bet you're excited to hear about what's going on, huh? <laughs> Spotify is now available in the Roku store. Now, you're going to say, well, Pete, one, you don't really prefer to listen to music on your Roku, which is true enough, but I've come to have grown it over time. Typically, we use Pandora, but we've used Amazon Music in the past and the iHeart uh, Music Capital. So why Spotify now? Well, Spotify has been back and forth on the Roku store. And usually it was on as kind of like a cast that you would take it from your device and cast it onto the Roku. And you would have the control on your uh, device and not on the Roku app. Well, that has all changed. It's now a full-fledged app on Roku. So anything you've done and anything that you listen to and all your playlists and all that stuff, all aboard on the Roku, you don't need to do anything anymore. You can still cast from your device if you wish. But now you can just set it and forget it as well as you wish. And that's kind of a good thing. I'm kind of back and forth on Spotify all the time. And every now and then they bribe me with get one, buy one month, get three free and all this stuff. Well, now this time it was buy one month and get a free Google Home. And I figured, well, since the Roku and Amazon and all that are already 
spying, I mean collecting on my data, might as well throw another device in there. Why not? This Make sure that there's no, this way you get a triangulation of data from of me and all that stuff. So uh, it works really well. And I, I really enjoyed very much uh, in so, so like it for certain things. So uh, Spotify, brand new and ready to go on your Roku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, new channel. Ah, I bet you can't wait to hear what this is. Is there? Is there big? Was there big news this week? Is there a big channel coming out? Yes, Eater. Yes, Eater is available on the Roku. Why is this news? I don't know, but it was just flooding my Google News uh, one day, and just headlines everywhere that Eater is available on the Roku. So. Golly gosh, since there's nothing else debuting this week on the Roku, I thought, well, I'll check that out because got to try something new, right? And yeah, um, let me ask you this. Would you want to see me in my kitchen and see what I, what I cook up for you? If that's interesting to you, then you'll love Eater. Because everything I saw was just a bunch of people who cook, you know, and one of them was, they killed a live lobster just so they could make a steak and lobster sandwich. All right. You, you could have had the lobster already boiled already. You know, you didn't have to shoot going into the pot and all that stuff. Not that I'm a big animal rights thing or anything like that, but I mean, you just made a steak and lobster sandwich and then you had these big flame and then all you did was do a tartar. So anyway, there were some good shows on there. It's fine, yeah, but I'll just stick to Food Network and PBS Living and all those cooking shows and all that stuff and the cooking channel and a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, you know, and there's even some stuff uh, over the air like Create and there's another thing that CBS is doing now too. So anyway, uh, Eater, you're fine. Uh, I'm not telling you what to do. If you want to check Eater, just have at it. Go away. But uh, I mean, uh, just go for it. That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm going away. But it most likely won't last very long on my Roku. But that's uh, just letting you know that's out there. If you're just if you've seen all the Food Networks, if you've had enough of Bobby Flay and Rachel Ray and all those good stuff and holiday baking challenges and all those good stuff, if you're looking for something different, and you know there is some merit to just to say, hey, I'm just a regular cook. You know, I don't need some. Gourmet chef to say, oh, this is easy. Oh, and every time they taste it, it goes, mmm, oh, you know. Okay, so just letting you know it's out there. I tried it, and it was just okay, and I moved on with life for me. So Eater, available on your Roku. Thought about it. Okay, kids, gather around. Come together here. Uncle Pete going to tell you a story. Because, you know, this is all about support, okay? And this is not about me. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine, okay? I, if you want to throw some spare change at me or something like that, have at it. Radioaffliction.com. There's a donate button on there. Uh, anything you got is fine. Uh, I used to joke about the $2 bill. So if you've got a $2 bill lying around, do a virtual $2 bill on that donation button and life is gravy then if you feel it's worth something to you and you learn something i appreciate it uh if you have leftover gift cards anything like that you bought something and there's a dollar 36 left in this gift card what am i going to do with that 
You can email that to me at uh, me and my Roku podcast at gmail.com. No obligation to whatsoever. I do this uh, to keep the muscle memory going of my voice because I got such a good one, you know, um, and all that stuff. Also, the bandwidth here has pro- been provided for many years uh, by archive.org, the keepers of the Internet Archive. One of the finest organizations that I've ever seen and the, a project that's continually ongoing and doing different things each time. Every time I'm amazed at all the different projects that go on there from preserving arcade games the internet itself, and now uh, books and all the different things are going, 78 records, all that stuff. So just an amazing organization. Check it out for yourself. I could say I highly recommend, but I'm not recommending anything. Just if you've got some spare time, check out archive.org. And if you like what they're doing, consider a donation, from, especially in the giving time of season like that. They've been great to us all these years uh, by providing the bandwidth and not asking for a single thing. It's just being part of the archive. So since I have no kids or anything like that, just a cat on my foot and a dog over there going play with my ball. Uh, Other than that, this is it. And so I'm being archived. Thanks to (laughs) archive.org. Okay, some news and notes. Uh, the first shoe to drop in the PlayStation View shutting down is come and gone. Now, we have a survey, and golly gosh, don't we love surveys, uh, is showing that now with PlayStation View shutting down, 70% of people will be choosing YouTube TV, while the other it will be choosing Hulu and a little scattering of others all around. Um Number seems a little high to me, uh, but because uh, I don't really trust surveys and all that stuff. But it does seem logical that it's going to be either probably YouTube TV or Hulu. There's others out there too, and so be mindful if, if you're a PlayStation View person and you know you're. We are now going into our last month of it. Once football season goes up, uh, we'll get rid of it, and we you might not need anything. <laughs> you know, to be perfectly honest, a lot of on-demand stuff. Is out there too for you. Hulu, if you've got that too, is also a good option on some of these things too. Just plain Hulu, you know, just the $6 version. Uh, but may give one of those two a try too. YouTube TV seems to be the logical thing. It's basically got everything except Red Zone. Everything else is pretty much the same, same as uh, Hulu. Hulu kind of has the same issue that I have with Sling TV is everything's kind of in the same thing everything's you got to find within hulu now it does have logins for uh, other apps and all that stuff uh for the authentication channels but uh and so does youtube tv so but youtube has that more linear feel that has the grid guide and all that stuff just a little and it's up to you is basically it so those things are out there for you second shoe to drop on that is uh, oh golly gosh playstation view is going away there's less competition out there well hulu has decided well, we'll just jack up that price to what PlayStation's views price was at $54.99. They had started at $40, and then went up to $44, $44.99, $45, whatever. So now $54.99, beginning in the middle of December, uh, depending on when your billing cycle is. So way to go, PlayStation View. Way to ruin it for everybody. But that's okay. There's plenty of And there's another service that's starting up. Uh, they're in trials right now uh, of about... Uh, 40 channels or something like that for $14.99. I can't pronounce the name of it. It's another one of those stupid names. Uh, you can look that out there too. Core Cutting News has a story on that. 
um, if it's worth checking out. Other than that, based on that, uh, they only had like a couple sports channels, and one of them was the Pac-12 network. That's not really floating my boat for me. Maybe you live on the West Coast, and maybe that's important to you because you can't get anywhere else other than Sling, I think. So, yeah. Uh, check that out at your leisure. Otherwise, Philo is a good opposite, uh, choice if you just want don't want sports. You know, everything else is on there, too. And Fubo, um, I don't know. We'll see. Up to you. Now, here's an interesting story. A Roku has entered into an agreement to purchase Boston-based Data Zoo, an online platform enabling marketers to plan and buy video ad campaigns. Is that important to Roku? It's only costing them $150 million, cash and stock, because Roku stock has been doing pretty well on that. So Data Zoo is assuming how it's pronounced. Again, another dumb title. Um, obviously, that's where Roku feels its bread and butter. Now, all these streaming wars going on, everyone's fighting it out hulu disney netflix all this stuff and who's gonna win probably roku or amazon maybe google a little bit too the hardware players basically tvs are gonna win because they're all gonna all the content makers are gonna go bananas and here's roku just saying hey we're open for business come pick your channels so it's there for you if you want it we had a great night just watching Tubi the other night. We watched a Bruce Lee film. Why not? It didn't cost us anything. And maybe one commercial break every 20 minutes. And it was only one commercial, too, at that. So bless you, Tubi. So everything's out there for you. Let all of them all fight it out. And you just turn on your TV, kick back in your chair, and say, what do we got today? Speaking of which, was there another release out this week? I think I missed one, didn't I? Huh, that's weird. I'll have to check that out on our Roku. Okay. Um, in a little while, I'm going to be spouting out different ways that you can listen to this podcast. And as a little news and notes, just personal observation stuff or just things I'm just sharing for the heck of it. You ever do something kind of stupid and just kind of feel like dummy and all that stuff. So I was wearing this fleece vest that everyone kind of likes, you know, and everyone notices, oh, you're wearing your, your fleece vest today. Uh, and I had my phone in the pocket there, and I didn't have the pocket zipped. And I was getting out of my car, and my phone landed right on the, the garage floor, just square on the top, and just shattered into a million pieces. Just It had a screen protector on and everything, but it just hit right on the top, right where the screen protector and it just split right down everywhere and just it was just it just felt like a complete idiot so i've got other uh, iphones you know previous versions and all that stuff so but i also decided that this would be the time to uh maybe check the other side that android side so i've got that coming in the mail and so i'll be for the sake of my listeners here be checking out all those other names that I've spotted, not, not just relying on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. I check everything. Uh, Spotify has actually been really good, uh, especially if you're on the Android. Uh, I find that to be fairly decent. A couple of nerdy things that I listen to that's not available on it, but other than that, it's a good choice to listen to this program, and it mixes in really well with all the other recommendations for you on that stuff. So I will be giving you 
greater detail on that as we go along. And I'll say, hey, this works really well. And maybe this, you know, we'll see. But I will spot off the names in a little while anyway. So I'm I'm vaping here a little bit. <laughs> Did you get Disney Plus yet? Oh, my God. Anyway, Disney Plus is available on your Roku. First thing, Tuesday morning, I got up at 6, 5, 4, whatever. 4.30, I got up, 5 o'clock, signed up, ready to go, and got it on there. Paid with Apple credits. Doesn't cost me anything. So I'm loving it. If you're on Verizon, you get it for a year. Uh, other specials out there, too, if you're interested to it. You can buy three years and get one for free or something like that, too. So there's, there's different ways. There were reports of issues when people first logging on. And I'm going to kind of call bogus a little bit. Not that I'm saying that it didn't happen, but with all this stuff flooding in all at once, I'm sure there were some problems. I'm sure every single day, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Do you remember the fail whale on Twitter when that first came out? So, yeah, I'm sure some people had some logging in issues, but I don't think it was a predominant big deal or anything like that. So uh, the only issue I had was when I created my login, I use this podcast and uh, account and all that stuff. And I had already had that with ESPN plus. So that's part of Disney. So about two hours later, I had a couple of emails suggesting saying, Oh, your account has changed and all that stuff. Did you do this? And all that stuff. So it just kind of looped everything together. That was the only thing. Okay. If you like Disney, if you like star Wars, if you like Marvel, if you like national geographic, if you like Pixar, if you like old Disney movies, you're just going to love Disney Plus. I just I can't see. So for the price or for a free trial or just you know just to waste away for a weekend, why would you not? You okay. So I don't think there's anything that I can say about Disney Plus that hasn't been said and all that stuff. So the one thing that interests me about this whole idea and the whole streaming wars type of things, if maybe we get a little more leveling playing field here. Now, this is. Neither here nor there, so you can listen or not. It's okay. This is just me talking here. But that's why it's me and my Roku. I'm a little stuffed up, too, so I may have to take a time out to breathe every now and then. So Frank Curzio was on the DH. No, he wasn't on DH Unplugged. He was on the Disciplined Investor Podcast. Now, he has his own podcast called Wall Street Unplugged. That's why I got the Unplugged part confused. So he was suggesting on there that Disney is a sell. That this is, uh, or a short, actually. You know, that you should short Disney on this. This is going to be too expensive for them. This is a loss leader on that. And all the other things that they have they aren't going to be able to make up for things. He's entitled to his opinion. He's a very smart guy. He's a, a bit of a blowhard, but aren't we all, if we have a podcast? Don't we just sit around and ramble on and all that stuff? I, for the life of me, when... Uh, in all the business studies that I've done in my almost 50 years of existence and all that stuff, there's no way to me personally that Netflix should be trading at that. There's, it's just a product. It's just a service. It's all it is. And yet every hedge fund has it, and its valuation is just unbelievable. So if I took out a deck of cards and I put out all the things that Disney does between theme parks, linear TV, analog TV, uh, cable television, sports, uh Pixar, Star Wars, uh, I can come up with 10 things. I can come up with maybe 12 things, that, uh, 12 cards to maybe, what, three from Netflix? And they're all kind of put together. That's just including that they still deliver discs and they make their own movies. Other than that, that's all it is. 
So to have this great, not that I think Netflix is bad or anything. That's a great product, great service. If you're addicted to it and can't get enough of it, bless you. I get it every now and then, but you know what? I don't lose sleep at night when I don't have it. So we'll get it when Lucifer comes back or if I got a Monty Python fix or something like that that I need or something along there or they give me a free month. Whatever. I'll do it and that's fine. But it's just like, oh, God, I got to have Netflix. I can't live it. You know, some people get the shakes if they don't have it, you know, like if they don't have Amazon Prime, it's like, oh, my God, that's why they get it for a year. Anyway, hopefully this levels the playing field. Does Disney, with all the expenses that they have as well, need to be at Netflix's level? No. But does maybe Netflix need to come down a little bit to Disney's level? Yeah. So I might actually be a little bit on board with Frank Caruso's take on the short of Disney if it wasn't for that wild card in this deck of cards theory of mine. And that is the fact that Disney owns BAMTech. What is BAMTech? Well, that's the backbone. That's the thing that delivers all these things to the internet and the streaming and all that stuff. That was a joint venture that they had with Major League Baseball, of all places, that they took over a few years back. If they didn't own that as well and had actually a lot of these streaming services using them as well, then I... I might be a little bit on board. I can understand his take a little bit on that. Other than that, I think that's the secret sauce that actually gives Disney the head start. That and that Netflix would have to spend about 50 years of making stuff to catch up to Disney's content. So, you know, that's for the business people to decide and all that stuff. That's just my opinion. Disney Plus is great. If you need it, get it. If you've got it, hold on to it. Spend the seven bucks a month. Who cares? Or get a Verizon phone and get it for a year. The Mandalorian, it's fine, okay? It's got uh, two episodes now, and then now they'll come out. Since it came out on Tuesday, they gave you a, an episode, and now it's come out it'll come out every Friday from now on until it's done. And I think there's only like six or seven episodes, maybe ten, who knows. It's, it's fine. It's a good show. If you like Star Wars, you like that stuff, and you get these little, oh, type of moments, everything in Star Wars. They, they have little connections here and there and all that stuff. So Disney Plus is fine. Netflix is fine. Whatever you want, it's available for you and your Roku. Plus, Disney Plus has the cat from outer space, which is what I've been holding out for all this time, all along, anyway. So there you have it. Speaking of that, I should probably get back to my Roku. I've been getting a little twitchy myself. I, I, I don't get twitchy with Netflix or Amazon Prime or anything like that, but if I go uh, a little while without my Roku, I start getting a little weird. So... A special thanks to Archive.org for their support of my ramblings and archiving it. Uh, check them out today at Archive.org and consider uh, supporting them yourself and all that stuff. Uh, subscribe to the Me and My Roku podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, YouTube, iHeartMedia, and Radio.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Radio Affliction. Get on there and message me or say hello or tag me on something, whatever you want to do. And then if you have questions, comments, anything else along those lines, email me at me and my Roku podcast at gmail.com. I'm hoping you're enjoying you and your Roku because I'm enjoying me and my Roku and I'll be back with you real soon.